Megyn Kelly was on with Bill Maher. And what I've decided about Bill Maher, because I need, uh, uh, what's the word uh, that they use? It's allies in the fight. See what I did there? I disagree with him on a whole series of political things, and I've questioned whether or not he actually believes what he believes. That's not, I'm not going to question that anymore. He, I, I, I'm not with him on many a political thing. But he believes in free speech, and if we can agree on that, I can just handle the rest. One of the many people, growing numbers of people, who are looking at what's happening in our schools and in society and saying this is completely illiberal, this is totalitarian and obscene. And Megyn Kelly starts discussing what's happened in her kids' schools. Private, private schools in New York were talking about big money. Any different than what's happening at Park Tudor? Nope. Any different than what's happening at Hamilton Southeastern or uh, Carmel Clay? Nope. Or maybe what's about to happen. Listen. I really just wanted you back here because I read this, that you took your kids out of the school. And- we know who Megyn Kelly is, right? I don't have to describe former Fox, uh, former talk show host, right? We know who we're talking about. We know who Bill Maher is from real time with Bill Maher on HBO. Okay, good. New York, and I have been hearing anecdotally very much the same thing from many parents. You know, yep. um, parents confide in me, I guess, because I don't have kids. It usually starts with, you're so lucky you don't have kids. <laughs> and then I <laughs> hear about their problems. But just tell us why, basically, you did this. Yeah. Well, we loved our schools. Uh, we were in the New York City private school system. Our boys went to an all-boys school and our daughter to an all-girls school. Our teachers loved the you know, students and the faculty and the parents. And they were definitely leftists, you know, I mean, we're more center-right, but that was fine. You know, my, my whole family are Democrats. It wasn't like I was bothered by the fact that they leaned a bit left. But then they went hard left. Then they started to take a really hard turn towards social justice stuff. And at our boys' school in particular, it started with when our son was in third grade, they unleashed a three-week experimental trans education program on these eight- and nine-year-old boys. And it wasn't about support. It was about, it, it, we felt like it was more about trying to convince them, like, hey, come on over. And the boys started to get confused, and they had to implement this system where they raise their hand. If you're really confused, put up a one. If you're just a little confused, too, like. How old are they now? They were eight and nine at the time. And we objected, and, and so did a lot of other parents to the point where the school had to apologize for that one, which they very rarely did. Then our kindergartner was told to write a letter to the Cleveland Indians objecting to their mascot. Now, he's six. Like, can he learn how to spell Cleveland before we, you know, activate him? This is what's happening. Right now, in your car and in your home, you're shaking your head. You're in agreement. You can't maybe you can't believe it. But we are all, so many of us as parents are experiencing this. This is not unique. This is the plan. The ends justify the means. Terrorizing your six-year-old, you have to stand up to the Cleveland Indians because their mascot is an Indian, and that's just so offensive. That's the plan. That's not a bug. That's a feature. 
lives in New York City. We got buses, we got subways, we got crime. He's got things to worry about other than social activism. And if he's going to be activated, Doug and I should do it. Not not a kindergarten teacher. Didn't run and, by and us. This is what I've heard from parents. And these are all liberal, by the way, people of course, who say on this, I, my kids are not ready to be told they're white supremacists. That's right. And, and on this, I'm not ready to be told. Can I tell you, Bill, that. On you know, this, that, we're not we're not left and right. We're not black and white. We're not, it's this is a this is a question but, of reason and unreason. But you talked about this letter that the school put out. So this is on the can race I, issue. Can I read some of the things that are from this letter? Yep. Unless people think I'm losing my mind. Um, this is in the. This is a. There's a killer cop sitting in every school where white children learn. White children are left unchecked and unbothered in their homes. One sentence starts. Well, how old do you have to be before you can just be unchecked and unbothered? Right. You know, what what age do you get bothered? Uh, I'm tired of white people reveling in their state-sanctioned depravity, snuffing out black life with no consequences. Critical race theory and anti-racism. This is what they teach. This is why it cannot be allowed in our schools, and this is why diversity, equity, and inclusion officers should be removed from schools, not only in high school, not only in middle school, but in colleges and in universities. Purdue and IU should remove those positions immediately because this is where they're at. And if they want to argue with me, no, then they have to publicly denounce this, which is hard to do when this is so much of the training materials that all these schools use. This happened in New York, and it's no different than what's happening in Park Tudor. And the way the parents are treated when they object to this kind of stuff, no different than how the parents are treated at Park Tudor who disagree, or at Carmel Clay, we'll find out soon enough, or Hamilton Southeastern, as I get emailed, or Clark Pleasant, as people are sharing with me. The ends justify the means. What is the end here? Well, that's about destruction of Western civilization, utilizing cultural Marxism. Oh, I'm sorry, that makes it unacceptable? Oh, you're being silly? There's just too much proof, guys. Just too much.